Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. You're still on Heart to Heart right here on Radio Pulpit. And we're joined on the line by Pastor Tabang Mofuking. Morodi, good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us once again. Good afternoon, Osimpen. Good afternoon to the listeners of Heart to Heart. Are you good? I am good. The Lord is good. New Year. Everything is good. Oh, wow. A new year for real. Happy, happy, yeah. happy, 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 happy. happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I, this must stop at some point. I know it's going to go on for, like I was saying yesterday, for the longest of time. <laughs> the longest of time. What well, should happen? For as long as you meet the person you have not met in a long while since the December holidays and stuff, it's happy. Of course, we use other words. You know, hey, compliments and whatnot. It's happy, man. It's just happy. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I'm one of those people that love abusing it. I don't know why I'm complaining because I'm, I'm the culprit. I'm those annoying people that you're Oi. gonna meet six Oi. months down the line, and I still go compliment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in any case, Murudi, what are we talking about today? I was we talking about pursuing true blessedness. Oh, love it! Pursuing yeah. true blessedness. Yes. Take it away, Murudi. But the most important, many things shall pass. Give us scripture that gives that Many things shall pass. There is a phrase in scripture that says, "This too shall pass." Mm. <laughs> and and it, it, it's, a, it's a promising uh, word or statement that, as well as depressing, because when you are going through stuff and you are told, "This too shall pass," it's encouraging. Mm. But you see, if you are going through nice things. Uh, just know that that too shall pass. <laughs> that too shall pass. <laughs> and you obviously don't want to hear that, right? You want it to you last want forever to hear and ever. Like, no, I want to hold on to this. It's good. <laughs> it shall pass. <laughs> hey, yeah. But um, the idea that I have is to talk about pursuing true blessedness. And why pursue true blessedness? Well, because there's a lot of blessedness. Basically, we want to be blessed. Mm. We like blessings. We want to be blessed. The word blessing is one, or blessing or blessed is one of those very, you know, I mean, it's on the lips of, of almost everyone. Yeah. It's an important one. And this being the new year, look, there are people that are right now in church, that are coming to church, who who are... Well, it may be that they have decided, you know, it's a new year, let me stop doing what I've been doing, which is not going to church, so I'm going to church. So churches are normally full in January. Mm, yeah. And, 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 and it's, it's part of the new resolutions, which, of course, we know most of the time lasts for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> After three weeks, true. reality catches up with people, <laughs> and, and, and things begin to fall apart. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so there is a hype around a time such as this, around the issue of being blessed, blessedness. And it occurred to me to talk about true blessedness. And that true blessedness being the kind of blessedness that does not pass away because it is not based on situations per se. It is not a, a fad, a fashion. 
there are many sessions that come in terms of um, our experience of the Christian faith, uh, in terms of our focuses as, as, as servants of God, what we speak about, in terms of the focuses of our experiences. There are varied things that have come and have gone. You know, there, there are seasons of focuses. Uh, I, can, I can tell you of different kinds of focuses. Um, there, there was once, a long time ago, a, a hype around... Uh, baptism of fire, I, I think you, you know something about that, uh, about baptism of fire. Nobody talks about that anymore. Around that time, people would also talk about God, of course, being the God, uh, the flame of fire. So, so there was a fire theology at some point. There was a deliverance uh, uh, focus at some point, hectically focused on particularly de- delivering people from Satanism, if you'd remember that, Ausenbaum. And, oh, yes. and, 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 and and the way we have so moved on, it really begs very interesting questions to say, if there was a time when we had so much of a focus on deliverance and people being caught from, from Satanism, so to speak, the fact that we're no longer in the season thereof, what does that mean? Does it mean the devil has, you know, like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does it mean that there are no, that, you know, the followers of, 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 of Satanism, basically Satanism has been depleted of followers. Mm-hmm. Does it mean we have won? There is nobody following the devil anymore. But, but I'm only saying we have seasons. I have observed in my short life that there are seasons when something, when a particular idea and a particular practice seems to be in vogue, is the in thing. So, when we talk about true blessedness, the idea is to go back to the foundation of Scripture, to those things that whenever they are done and followed, do not change. A child of God has a portion, has been apportioned the blessings of the Lord. But those blessings need to be understood as to how you unlock them. And that's what I want to talk about. Life offers opportunities to pursue so many things. People may pursue fame, people may pursue knowledge, Mm. power, wealth, many things. And Christians, specifically, we have an opportunity to pursue something much more worthwhile. And that is true blessedness. It, it does not mean it has nothing to do with the other things I mentioned, but it is focusing at the core of things, true blessedness. And when we read chapter 5 of the book of, of Matthew, uh, it, it, it's normally called the Sermon on the Mount. When we read that, there is this, blessed are this, blessed are you, blessed are you, and there are conditions, right? I, I, I find that to be an interesting text, for people who have the word blessing, bless you, God bless me, as such part of our vocabulary, that we would want to rally around that specific text. Yeah. Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 to 12, you know where Christ just lays it out, conditions and situations. Blessed are you when this happens. Blessed are you when, this, when you do this. Mm. Blessed are you. And he's laying it out as important, such that it's written out there. It is not hidden. You do not, you do not need any specific special anything. It is there. You need access to Scripture to know the blessings prepared and what is it that you are required to do <laughs> to get this blessing. Yeah. Right. 
and, and, and in the insurance world, a while back, a, a specific house of insurance, insurance house, came up with an innovation, and they called this thing of theirs cutting, cutting the middleman. And sometimes I wish that we could do the same thing within the space of faith, cut the middleman, so, so that people have direct access oh, to yes. that which is meant to be directly accessed, mm. right? <laughs> Especially if they are given, in this case, given authority to do so. You know what? I... There, laid out, right? Not hidden. If you can read, if somebody else can read for you then, but if you can read, it is there. It does not need much. You have, this is something made accessible to you by your loving father. Take it, right? <laughs> Take this and live a life of true blessedness. That's the idea. Living the life pursuing, pursuing true blessedness that God has just laid out there. And, and when we read in in chapter 5, verse 1 to 12, um, we, there what you get is, you know, being called God's sons, seeing God, being called God's sons, having God satisfy you, being comforted by God, inheriting the earth and the kingdom of God, obtaining mercy. So, I mean, these this are powerful things. <laughs> these are so powerful things that I do not know anybody who would say, I don't want any of them. We want these things. We should have these things. Mm. And they are there for us to have. So, in short, let me just say, Christians can truly be blessed. Christians, as a matter of possibility, Christians can truly be blessed. What is it then that Christians ought to be doing in order to be truly blessed? I will just literally just repeat and highlight and amplify certain things that I already said in Scripture. Firstly, Christians can be truly blessed by being poor in spirit. That is verse 3 of chapter 5, by being Poor in spirit. And the word poor becomes important there. It speaks to lack. It speaks to want. It speaks to need. Mm. A situation that calls out to be filled. One of the things that are the enemy of spirituality, true spirituality, is our sense of satisfaction. We are overly satisfied. Nice. We are contented already. Mm, we are okay mm, mm, mm. with ourselves and our own efforts. Eish, with nothing really. Eish. Exactly. So, so that fights against the a true feeling of need. When you feel, you know what? I'm just thinking when I was in of of of, thing, of of a thing that I hope. Well, no, let me not be personal. I, I was about to say, I hope you didn't do. But but look, every every mother does this thing. <laughs> most. You have a small baby. Mm. One of the things you buy for a small baby is something, it's called a dummy in English. Yes. (laughs) I like the way it's sometimes called in Sesotho, feteza. A pacifier, yes. Because, yeah, because the idea is <laughs> I am as guilty as charged and she's so addicted to it yeah. I don't know what to do. Because now little thing. Sitting there sucking you know, for all they have on this thing that is absolutely nothing. 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 <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> guilty as charged. And with me, she didn't even want it. She didn't want it. 
and now she is absolutely addicted. All my friends. That. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that is just me trying to bring into a culture, mm. you know, a perspective, a culture of people who suck on nothing mm, 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 <laughs> and are mm. satisfied. And that's what you we know, do. Yeah. No. So in this instance, Christ speaks about blessed are the poor in spirit, people who have lack, people who need, people who want, people who have a space to be filled spiritually, not people who are self-satisfied already. Hmm. Those, those people never, never go out to look for anything. Even when they are given, they do not appreciate because they, they speak and act from a, a base of already being full. We can go into what is it that they're full of. Uh, one of them would be full of themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, no, I'm okay. Full of myself. So one of the many keys given in, 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 uh, in, in this text by Christ is that Christians can be truly blessed by being poor in spirit. By being poor in spirit, getting to a point of hunger for spiritual things. Then you find that God is ever ready to fill that hunger. You are filled by Him. And, and, and whilst we're talking about the filling in by the Lord, there is a metaphor that is used in the book of John. Uh, I think it's chapter 7 where, where He speaks about uh, uh, the water that He gives and whoever re- drinks from this water, uh, you know, the world, rivers will flow in and, 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 and unto eternity. But, but, but then He communicates an idea that you drink the water. And it fills you, it satisfies you so that you want nothing else, but it makes sure that you want it more. That. It creates a hunger and a thirst for itself, but not for anything else. So being truly blessed requires that we we be poor in spirit, so that we look unto Christ and want from Christ that he fills the emptiness, that he fills the space, that, that, that empty space that we have, and know that he will do that when we do. It's just one of those very, of those very things. But two, Christians can be truly blessed by being meek. Now, the word meek talks to gentleness of mind. It talks to humility. It talks to deferring to others. You know, it's almost like you were in a queue and you were about to be served, but somebody else comes for, to whom you think, you know what, I can afford to wait a bit longer to be served. Let this person be served first. Deferring to others. It's an attitudinal thing. Mm. It's about the attitude we carry with ourselves. Yeah, yeah. you know, you, you, you are important in your eyes, but you do not carry yourself as more important than other people. Mm. You value other people, and in your presence they feel their value. Because you do not impress them about your own importance. You make them important. They feel they were in the presence, the way they walk away from you, feeling also valuable. Mm. That's how they come back and say, we were in the presence of greatness. You know what? That is not selfish, 
but we went to somebody, we met somebody whose sense of being great is so much that it overruns into ours Amen. and fills us. When we walk away, we feel we are great because we are in the presence of greatness, not a greatness that is busy with itself and, you know, singing its own songs. I am the great. Hey. I am the hey. great. Most of the time when you are in the presence of such a person, you leave bored, really. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What a bore. This person can only talk about self. Sure. Own achievements. You, ca- you, you can't even get a word men. in because it's just like me, 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 me. me. Yeah, it's tiring. Oh, you mean? It is tiring. Lord, help us. I... Those around such a person become belittled increasingly <laughs> to a point of nothingness. Mm. So meekness which is an attitudinal thing, is about making other people feel good and great that they were in your presence. It's making people walk away being thankful (laughs) because you were there, you know? The way you carry yourself, the way you carry and relate to people is such a blessing in itself. It makes people have a different look at themselves. Not a look that brings them down, but that builds them up. Yeah. And, and so Christ says, blessed are the meek. These are the ones that inherit the earth. If we want to inherit the earth, it's not the many things. It's, the, it's changing our attitude and not counting us so ahead of everyone and wanting to impress upon everybody around us of our own you know, achievements and whatnot, all these many things rather lifting up other people around us. That is meekness. And Christ says there's this beautiful promise. Blessed are indeed are such people. They inherit the earth. So it's quite a powerful thing. We have an attitudinal work that we must continue to be doing. In the new year, we want to be different. We want to be blessed indeed. It is not coming for prayer and having hands laid or getting... Uh, hands on to something that may be sold, perpetually uh, conferring blessings. No, no, no. It's about us working on ourselves with the help of the Lord. Amen. That's that. Working on ourselves with the help of the Lord. Thirdly, we, uh, Christians can be truly blessed by being pure in heart. We live, I was in, in, in a world that, the other day you'd remember last year, we, we, I was speak, uh, there was a session where I spoke about um, uh, living, living sober in a drunken world. Oh, yes. the, the, the world is simply drunk, you know, there's just madness, things, right is wrong and wrong is right, it's just Eish. crazy. Maintaining purity of heart is difficult in this world. <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult. The culture has, has moved. Um, the things that are being valued, we value in them because of pressure, mm. not that they are valuable in themselves. The society around us, if it chooses to make a big issue out of a nothing, all of a sudden we want nothing mm. because society values nothing. You know, it's crazy. So Christ says, blessed are those that are pure in heart, for they shall see God. God is seen by the pure in heart, so if you are pure in heart, you are blessed. And therefore it says, we need to be, we, we need to be working at the purification on our hearts. The Lord has already done a, a tremendous job in our lives, and all we need to be doing is to live consistently in the will and purposes of God, 
cleansed by our reading of Scripture and working on the Word of God as we receive it and our prayers with, with the Lord and, you know, allowing ourselves to be changed by the Word of God, the purity created by what the Lord has done in our lives makes us see clearly the Lord God who is at work in our own lives and in this very messed up world. So blessed indeed are such people, for they shall see God. Amen. Pure sure. people are able to, in a world that is as messed up as this, they are still able to see some beauty, because there is still beauty in the midst of all the ugliness. Yeah. In the midst of all the evil, there is still God. Amen. But God is only seen by those whose hearts are predisposed towards seeing him. And, and that is, is, is an important thing. Firstly, Christians can be truly blessed by desiring righteousness. Sometimes some words need to be broken down in order for us to understand. Righteousness simply means doing right. Desiring righteousness, and I would further say as if one's life depends on it, really. You know, you can be truly blessed by desiring righteousness. For Christ says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst. For righteousness. And, and by which they mean that when you are hungry, you are hungry. <laughs> you know? mm, yeah. and, and, and they further say, uh, from that point, you can extrapolate and say, it is therefore very difficult to teach a hungry person morality and expect from that person morality. Mm. Morality is for the fool. Sure. The only moral thing to be done by a hungry person is to survive. Yeah, that's the only thing. You do not expect any more from a hungry person. Christ says, look, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. It's, it's, the, he, he is talking about things in the flesh that we know to be so deliberating when you have them. When you're hungry, you're hungry. You can't concentrate. You have, you, not only do you have hunger, pangs in you, you know, you also have headaches sometimes. You can even black out when you are hungry. Christ uses that so that if you've ever gone through some kind of hunger, some kind of thirst, understand that this is the attitude you need to take into the issues of righteousness. Mm. With the promise that you shall be satisfied. Those that hunger for righteousness and thirst for righteousness shall be satisfied. So, it's, it's, it's an important thing. And I, I, guess, I guess what I'm doing when I was in point saying is, it's a new year. We want to be blessed. Yeah. Let us not go for the cheap blessing. Mm. Let us not go for the easy blessing. <laughs> mm. Let us go for that which calls us out of the comfort zone of the lives we live. And shapes us and grows some muscle on us. Because it's difficult to get these things that I'm reading about. But once you attain to this, you, they need us to work and work and work realizing these things and we do not lose our, our spiritual muscle tone that easy. We have a problem of Christians who, do not, who are not well defined in terms of spiritual muscle. So... Christians can be truly blessed by desiring righteousness as if their lives depended on it. And Christians can be truly blessed by being merciful. For he says, blessed are the merciful, they shall obtain mercy. That which you, are, what, that which you need, 
you give and you get back. It's, it's one of those things that sometimes uh, are fascinating. You, you, you need this thing for yourself. You give it, you need it, you give it, and you get it back. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes say you are hungry for smiles from people. People don't seem to be smiling at you. You know what? Just, just move a few muscles of your face. Smile, though you need people to smile. <laughs> hey, smile. And when you smile, all of a sudden you reap a hundred smiles around you. Know you know what? <laughs> I love that analogy. You you reap a hundred smiles. And smiles are affirming. They they make life easier. So here Christ says, look, you need mercy. You need mercy. Give it. Give it. Be merciful. You get it in turn. And that's what we need. We need we need we need to be we need God to be merciful. We need other people to be merciful. But we must learn to live in mercy ourselves, Mm. giving it out. That is such a good start. Yeah. This is an exercise of true blessedness. And maybe I should conclude it here. Christians can be truly blessed by being peacemakers. I I just hope that the listener of Heart to Heart has not had any fights during the December Mm. holidays. That there's not been a fallout, you know, relationally with members of family and friends and all these kind of things. It's better to start away, uh, to start a new year with the burdens of, of fights that have just happened. And it's like, you know what? I don't eat at your house. I don't eat your food. Mm. Blessed are those that make peace, peacemakers. It's, it's challenging to make peace. It's, it's hard. But we're called to be peacemakers, not people who fan the, the already burning flames of violence oh. and conflict. Not to be quick to understand a person who does not want to be in right relations. But actually to hold each other accountable to say, no, you look, you are Christian, uh, you are Christian. You cannot, you are not going to walk into this new year. You are not going to allow this new year to grow on you and you live a life where you are not making peace, you live a life of conflict. You are messing up the blessedness that is yours. And this is how we know and how simple, that our lives are sometimes just a repeat of everything we have already seen because we don't do anything different. Mm. So things just repeat and repeat and repeat until we really seriously take a, a stock, sit in front of the mirror and say, but why year in and year out things happen exactly the same way? Sure. What is different here? Years change. What is different? What, years change, so that is different. But at the same time, I seem to be experiencing one and the same thing over and over. What is common to all these different years? I am the common factor. So take a deep look at myself and realize that when God gives me a new time, a fresh start, I tend to bring everything I was mm, in the same way. With me. <laughs> with some crazy idea that the new year will be different. <laughs> mm. And then I'm shocked when it's not. But Christians can experience true blessedness. And that for me is, a, is an encouraging way the word that calls us to work. We need to be working on ourselves. We're working to realize that which is already ours in Christ. We're seeking to embody, to chisel it out on our bodies and our minds, these attitudes and these behaviors that embody the true blessedness which is accessible to us. And my wish is, 
in this new year is that the listeners of Heart to Heart will walk in true blessedness to do so, pursue it, determined to pursue it, mm. work at it, Amen. be relentless, go after it. Mm. And indeed, if everything is true of the scripture that I've read, we'll find that the Lord is very faithful. Thank you so much, Murudi. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, how do we get a hold of you? I'm available also on Twitter at TabamRM, as well as via email at trmufuking at gmail.com. Lovely. Have a blessed afternoon, Murudi Ralebo. Feel the pulse of the real life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.